welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Better. No, let's not get another mic. We had two marks on uh, the post podcast. Uh, which we are calling the community. Hey, oh, I don't. I don't have a beer. Where's your beer? My beers. Are, I, I drank them all. Oh, uh, that sucks. But there's a community. Cheers. Oh, uh, uh, commu- Cheers. It's it's right here. Uh, okay, pretend I have it. Community. I can see that pub. you have an invisible beer, but we can't cheers because you yeah, don't have a physical beer. Clink. There we okay. go. There's a clink. So if you Barely. go to Zoom, every 7.30 on Wednesday, we'll be on Zoom having a community pub. Uh, just use the, uh, I did not remember, what did we say? Zoom ID. Zoom ID. 918. 918-800-1188. And uh, tonight we had a good time. I I thoroughly enjoyed the beer. And as you can tell from DJ and well, myself... Did you notice a, a trend? Beer. Did you notice a trend? <laughs> Though the people like the first guest had a Coors Light. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. No, hey, I'm, hope I'm you just guys saying the first guest. Hey, I uh, hope you enjoy the podcast. Jen from Carsmatology. Like just uh, hey, you know, a lot of podcasts. Jen from Carsmatology you know, had a Coors Light. I have no idea what's on the Zoom call. I, you know, we Do you can recall just go that? Go to the podcast. You know, thanks for listening. Like, hey, the podcast. If you don't want to acknowledge what? the fact that Ugh. Jen came on with the Coors Light Jen, out the man. gate, she showed respect, man. That was cool. She did. <laughs> she did. She That's my girl, man. She's yeah, cool as hell. She is cool. I'm glad she came on to the community pub drinking Coors Light. <laughs> Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. You know, Mr. Patterson. What up? I don't know about you, but I'm ready for a cold beer. Hell yeah, brother. All right, man. Well, you picked out the beer today, so I much obliged. Thank you very much for the beer. You're, you're welcome. You're welcome. And what are we uh, What are we sipping on here? Uh, I wanted a sour, so I found the uh, Prairie Artisan L's Vape Tricks. That's a sour ale on cherry, aged on cherries, and the can's pretty cool. It's got a bunch of vape tricks going on there. Nice. And then is that kind of like out of the 420? Is this like the after 420? I thought it'd be a good beer to follow up for yeah, 420. It's yeah, vape, huh? it's, it's just vape, It's just vape, though. Yeah. We're, we're coming down off the high, Yeah. and we're just mellowing back down in just a nice, easy vape now. We're souring it out. We're, we're going to sour it out. We're going to sour it out. Don't know what's going to happen next week, but we're going to sour it out right now. I'm going to sour this out. That'll be interesting going from a sour to the community pub beer that we're going to have later uh that will be an interesting segue from a sour to uh, a very interesting a very so you're saying on the virtual community pub we're going to have Coors Light negative oh negative what did you say uh uh, something interesting that's what I said Uh, who makes that where are they from (laughs) I don't know it's in the fridge okay yeah Speakeasy though sent it to us, so yes, very grateful for Speakeasy distribution for sending us some cold beer uh, that we drink at the community pub uh, seven thirty community seven thirty on Zoom. Just uh, hop in at seven thirty Central on Wednesdays 
918-800-1188 is the meeting ID. So looking forward to that, but let's talk because we got some badass motherfucking shirts on right now. We do. Look at that. I'm With, just showing off my gun, but oh, I'm really sure? showing off the, hey, I'm the gonna hashtag. Show off Oh, wrong one. Wrong one. Oh, oh. Look at that. Not much gun. No, not much gun there. Not much gun. Uh, yeah, community, hashtag community. We got and custom shirts. on the back the man by himself. the detailer himself. Welcome. Thank you, sir, for the shirts. Uh, Nicely done. Yes. You outdid yourself. You yeah, outdid yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. Introduce yourself, man. Thank you so much for coming on, taking the time. I know you said you poured oh, yeah. yourself some gin and juice, so... Man, we're really happy for that. <laughs> What's up with everybody? It's your boy, Anthony Brown Jr., a.k.a. The Detailer, representing for the detail, representing for all of us, man. I'm out here in Dallas, Texas, holding it down, man. The Detailer's life, man. What's up with it? All right, all right. We had you on the podcast at uh, Mobile Tech and uh, yes, brought a lot of fire and energy, but but re-go back through, give us a little bit, uh, take a little bit more time in this episode I want to dive into who you are, man. Where are you from? Give us your background story, where you grew up. Did you play sports okay. growing up? Were you a gamer? Who were you? Okay, well, you yeah, know, I started, I'm from Dallas, Texas, first of all, a little, uh, little city called Cliff, Texas. Uh, but I um, started, uh, who am I, man? I went to uh, this high school called Carter High School. They made a movie about it Friday Night Lights. Carter High. Oh high hell yeah! That so that was that was that was the movie Friday Night Lights was Carter, where yep. you went to high school. Yes sir, that's why I went uh, all four years and graduated. Yes sir, that's cool. So did you play? No, they they actually wanted me to run track, and I didn't I didn't feel comfortable running with those tights on. So I was like, Nah, I'm not gonna do this. Oh, you don't I like hey, wearing tights, huh? I, 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 yeah, huh? You know, there are some people that like to wear tights when they exercise. People when they ride bikes, like biking tights, because I know where you're going with this. I mean, he just didn't feel comfortable running in tights, but you feel comfortable he didn't biking need tights. in tights. He wants to wear shorts then. I don't know what he wanted to wear, but it wasn't tights. Yeah. But when you go biking, yeah, traditionally, you know, if, if I understand... Maybe now you'll start, since you're slimming down, you know, since you needed a medium, uh-huh. you know, because you, you lost weight. In the past month, maybe you'll be comfortable wearing tights and oh, you no, know I when just you bike now. To wear mountain biking I just, shorts. No, no, no. When we go road biking, you still yeah, just wear. Yeah, still wear mountain biking shorts. But we're road biking. No, no, there'll be mountain biking but shorts. We're but we're road biking. Yeah, I'm just letting you know. So you're doing it wrong, not me. Yes, at that point, I will do it wrong <laughs> and wear shorts and not wear tights. So you can you quit. Bet, you can quit giving me shit because there's not one time I've worn tights on the mount, on the mountain bikes with you're you. You're right. You're right. You right. always cover up. Cover up. <laughs> no, bro. This 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 body right here. <sighs> I'm unashamed. Uh, I'm unashamed to wear the tights. Man, so you're not running track. What are you doing? Uh, believe it or not, I actually sung in the choir. Oh. I make fun of me. Well, my wife makes fun of me all the time. I, yeah, but singing is something I like to do too. That's, that's something I'm kind of more more interested in than running track. So Ooh. I sung in the choir. Alright. I like it. Yeah. I like, wish I had a it, voice. Did you sing like gospel? Did you sing like Church music? I, I, sung, I, sung, I sung, I did gospel, I did, uh, I had to sing German music, I had to sing a different ensemble uh, classes, uh, I had to sing 
uh, Apple Music. I had to take a whole lot of different kinds wow. of music. Yeah, when I went to my community college. Hey! Oh! Community! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the assist. Yeah, when I did that, I had to sing, and I, I, had, I sung in uh, some, some more, I did some more uh, vocal training and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, that's what I did. I, I rather did singing than have to do all the extra hard work running around and doing this, that, and the other. I ain't had time for that. I ain't want to do that. All right, so do you have, like, is there in your bank, like, go-to bank song that's your favorite song to sing? I mean, we got an exclusive shirt from the detailer, so I think we need an exclusive exclusive. little quick uh, 20 seconds of your favorite song to sing. Uh, uh, I can I think something from uh, one of the uh, Jamie Foxx show. Okay, let's do it. Let me see if I can. I don't know if I, I'm not prepared for this, so I'm gonna see what I can do. It's all uh, good, it's okay. bro. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, confident. You know, work out them vocals. Ah. Uh, let me see. Okay, here we go. Give me a hand. Give me a hand. Give me a hand. Do not touch me. Opportunity, oh yeah, to fall in love with someone like you. Oh yeah, yeah. and when it's over, quit trying to touch me, man. Come on. Dang. Y'all heard it first on the Pints Policy Podcast. The detailer singing it up, man. Man, you're a That's you, just right for the community. Most definitely. All right, man. Thank you. Jack of all trades, man. You do a lot. A lot of talents. Wedding singer. Marty, maybe yeah. when you get married. <laughs> when, hey, hold on. It, when, if Marty... Had... No, 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 no. No. The new side gig for us, man, bring it up here. You can be the wedding singer. I'm licensed in the state of Oklahoma to perform weddings. You are. You guys could have a little yeah, side business. Really? There you go, yeah, man. Yeah, he really oh. is. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. What are you laughing at? <laughs> Well, I mean, he's, hey, he's, a, he's, a, me he's an old white man in Oklahoma. Of course he is. <laughs> of course I do, man. Hell. Wow, bro. I did not expect that. <laughs> we didn't expect you to sing either, yeah. so. I know, right? Hey, that, that it would. Yeah, no, I yeah. Mean. Like, the first half of my life was all about that, so. Yeah. I can do, uh. Cool. I can do that. So, bring it on up here, and we'll, uh. We don't have. Too many uh, free dates, you know. But I'm sure, I'm sure we can. Well, I'm you, sure we can figure did that. Did you marry DJ and his wife? No, I don't no. know what the hell you're talking yeah. about. Now he did try to touch you when you when you reached that in that when that that level when you were singing. Like it got good there for a second. I thought he 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 got his hand slapped, but what does it have to do with marrying you and your wife? Because you, you that's not <laughs> ever <laughs> ever gonna get, ever gonna go down. 
Uh, all right, so you like to sing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to sing and I like fashion, man. Okay. Yeah, like singing and like fashion. So what, uh, when you started, when you were in the choir, what was it like being in Dallas, you, in the choir? Growing man, up. Believe it or not, I was actually, I was actually a singing group too out here in Dallas. But it, uh, man, it, it was crazy. It was, man, I, I've, I've done a lot of stuff. Uh, I was in a singing group, the singing group, but don't laugh at it, it was called Seduce. <laughs> oh, man, so violence, y'all... Yeah, y'all had the had shirts off. Yeah, who? What? What year would have this been? Would that have been around like? Uh, oh, what was that song? Meet me at the altar. That was in the uh, uh, that was nineties. Yeah, yeah, jacket edge. Would that? That's around the same time, maybe. Yeah, it was definitely right. Ah! Man, nicely done, Marty. You questioned the old uh, old, old white man, man from it. Oklahoma. I did. Good job there. Nice. Ma- Ma- Marty went to an all black college, though, so that explains why you know you. I did a, not go to an all black college. You were in a fraternity. I was in an all black fraternity. You were in an all black fraternity, which still blows my mind. Are you yeah, man. Uh, I was the fourth uh, white man in the state of Arkansas to pledge Phi Beta Sigma. So I'm a Sigma. <laughs> That's Damn. crazy. Yeah. Boy, you got a lot of shit, man. I, I do. <laughs> DJ's about the only person that knows all my shit. <laughs> That's why I drop it on the podcast Every all the time. Every once in a while, he throws it out there. And I I'm have like, you to. You motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I had my, uh, my ass beat for four weeks and two days from uh, every brother in the state of Arkansas that... Uh, so a lot of them would come down and and beat me and just say that it was because I was a white guy. So. That's yeah, so they could say they beat it. Yeah, just so they could say they beat a white guy. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, man, this was like late 90s in like middle rural Arkansas, right? So there was no hazing authority. Damn. When I say I got my ass beat for four weeks and two days, it was with a big ass paddle. And motherfucking brothers beating my ass every night. I'm not laughing at you. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Just. By that time, you just, you can't, I mean, it's like, fuck, you already get like, you're just, your ass is numb. Yeah, like, okay, yeah, like pretty much. <laughs> like, it was like black and blue. I was bruised all the fuck over. It was brutal. Damn. Anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah, thank you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I digress. Yeah. All right, so uh, what was the first side gig business that you started? The first side gig that I started was this thing called uh, Bow Tie Gang. I'm a, uh, I love bow ties. Bow ties is like my thing. So I started this thing called Bow Tie Gang. So I would come in and I would, uh, like I said, I know how to sew. So I would come in and I would uh, make custom bow ties. And I would sell custom bow ties. And people would always go out to the club and we'd be inside there and have on bow ties looking different. Kind of like Andre 3000 type shit inside the club. So we stood out. Why everybody else had on these baggy clothes, pants sagging and shit? We go inside there with bow ties, dress shirt, 
and some pants and some slacks, this and the other, with the nice with the nice shoes. And we inside the club, you know, just acting a fool. But we all had on both sides, and it was bow tie game, man. That was my first thing that I did. I would come in, I would make embroidered uh, bow ties and uh, 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 put different things on it. So that was my first one. That's yeah. pretty cool. When was this? This was probably about 2008, 2009. Yeah, about 2008, 2009. It was about, no, it was probably like 2010, 2011. I got married in 2013. So, yeah, 2010, 2011. Yeah, that was the first. That's when I was out there wild and real hard. <laughs> How old were you then? I was in that life. Man, uh, I think, I, what am I? I'm 30. I keep on confusing. I think I'm 33. No, I'm 32 now. So, do the mathematics. <laughs> no, I got you. So, uh, I can't. <laughs> yeah, hold on. So, that, dang, no, I can't do it either. Mid 20s? Yeah. No, not yeah, either. Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't mid 20s. It was probably Early like 20s. 25, 26. Oh. Mid 20s? We're going towards the late ones. <laughs> yeah, mid 20s. All right. So, right. Well, yeah. so mid 20s, you started selling bow ties. Bow ties went really well. What? No, he was trend setting, bro. Well, yeah. Yeah. And and then what was what made you do something else? What was the next thing you did? Uh, during that time, I was working for this company called Penske, and I was uh like the moving company. It's a big yellow trucks, and you know they're doing all the moving or whatever. But during that, I was uh I was uh, a diesel mechanic. So, so you 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 know Jason and Charmin? Oh yeah, that was my brother. Yeah. Shout out to Masterpiece Auto Appearance. Those are my bros. Yeah. Now, believe it or not, they taught me a whole lot. And they still, I still go up. We still meet up and still stop it up and chill and everything. I talk to Shorman down there every day. Like, man, those are, like, nothing bad to say about them. Like, at all, even if I wanted to. Like, they show me so much love. They teach me so much shit. And it's, just, it's, it's awesome to be able to have somebody that you can really call, like, your brother and be like, you know what I'm saying? They put you on game. They introduce you to people. They help you network, teach you how to talk to people. Like, doors open up more, like, when you come together. With community! Hey! hey. <laughs> as you come together as a community, bro, and just, you know what I'm saying, you network. Like, it's, a, it's amazing how many doors opened up after that. But, yeah, like, I love them, bro. Yeah, no, I was just, yeah. since you said Penske, I was hoping you'd give him a shout-out. We like them, yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but now when I was working at Pisky, uh, was the next thing I did was mobile mechanic work. So I learned about my mechanic work at um, at Pisky, and so while I was working there, I started doing uh, uh, side work for myself. So you know and he does mobile mechanic and also detail too. Yeah, but, that, but, yeah, but check this out. It <clears> was, <throat> I, didn't, I never did even want to detail. Like detailing was not my thing. Like I never even thought. About it. I just like to keep my car clean. But my wife told me, she was like, well, why don't you start out detailing? I was like, I'm not going to be out here watching nobody call. Like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not about to do that shit. I'm like, I'm already fixing it. She was like, yeah, but you can make more money if you can fix it. And then you come and watch it. And so I was like, man, okay, cool. So I'm going to look into it. I looked into it and found out, like, the uh, different nuances about it. It started looking interesting. So I was like, okay, let me get into this. And I found out that I ended up loving it. I was like, damn. So then when I did that, I added more to my business. So at that time, I had to really come up with a, with a business plan, come up with a business plan and really come together. So I introduced it as Carter's Car Care and came with the mobile detailing, the mobile mechanic work. So I come in, when I'm detailing, I can 
drain the oil, change the uh, change the brake pads, do this, that, and the other, all at one time. I'm literally like a mobile one-stop shop. Man. That's Kudos cool. to you, especially in times like this where we're going through a pandemic, like you have multiple revenue streams that you can fall back on, either one of them at any time. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's. Well, and that you got not just fall back on, that you got multiple things producing. Correct. Yeah. Right. But right, if something right. falls, you still have revenue somewhere else. I'm saying with the shutdowns and so exactly. forth, let's just say like your mobile mechanic, like you can most certainly still operate. So diversity right. is definitely key. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, Mr. Patterson, I Yo. will say, bro. Yep, I did it. Nice choice. Yep, it yeah. was good, huh? Yeah, good choice. Yep. On the community. The community beer. <laughs> yeah, it's not sour. Mm-hmm. It's definitely sour. Really? Yeah. Your palate's changing. Because you're like, whole. we had a whole week, a whole month of IPA, and you were loving it. Well, but I didn't like the I I didn't like the last one. But but I like the early ones, the Citra, which I said that last year, like IPAs yeah, yeah, yeah. were disgusting. Well, I'm not a fan of of sours. You weren't a fan of IPAs either, which is what the point I'm trying to get across is. Your palate's changing. This, but you're you're grown up, man. I'm grown up. You're I'm grown all up, grown up, huh? You're, you're I'm all grown up. You're expanding your palate to uh, other, other. I guess so. I guess yeah. the community's helped it. I guess it hey. has. <laughs> But I don't taste like when I drink a sour, I normally pucker. Well, those so, are real, like those are okay. Those so are, now that so you're done with your little, thank you, my little, <laughs> your little rant. I don't taste the sour of the e. That's what I was gonna say. Like this is a smoother sour. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I've explained IPAs the same too. It's not that heavy bite, but yeah. it's just you know, it's entry level, I guess. It is. Good I like choice. The, Good thank choice. You. What yeah. do you what do you taste like when you drink it? I just taste a sour, like fruity, not even fruity. Uh I don't taste cherry. It says cherry. Yeah, that's what I would But like, I don't even have a hint of cherry. Just a berry? Cherry. Just like a like sour a, berry. There you just go. Just a berry Like flavor. a raspberry, like one of the sour but like a raspberry. What? I could see raspberry more and in like this. Like a than... truly wild berry flavor? Oof. Mm. What? Are we talking about beer? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about beer, right? I think you just dropped the word truly, which is truly not a beer. What are you sipping on, bro? I'm sipping on Patron. Patron. Third guest in a row. Yeah. Liquor. We've never had that. This is we just made history. Podcast history. Oh, I thought you meant Patron. No, 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 no. Third so it was Michael Fox. Third Fa- guest liquor? Liquor. No, first what? <laughs> uh Mark had uh what do you have? Grey Goose. Who's last? Uh, and then I'm trying to think of what Giancarlo had. Uh, was it Crown? Yeah, Giancarlo had Crown Royal, and then now you got Patron. That's what's up. Yeah, man. I can literally have like 12 shots of Patron and some chili. That's crazy. And some what? 12 shots. So- he, yeah, 12 shots of Patron. I mean, I'd, I'd be chilling. Oh, be chilling. I thought he said. <laughs> oh, I man. You're saying. so white. I know. I didn't hear what he said. Oh, he said he'd be chilling. Oh, yeah. oh he said after after twelve shots he'll be chilling. Hell yeah, all righty. <laughs> Come on, Marty. You should. Hey, you should. You should understand exactly what I said. <laughs> With your background, you should understand. Exactly <laughs> what I said. With your background. <laughs> oh man. 
crazy. You call that clout, Marty. You got clout now. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's clap this motherfucking episode. How about that? All right, so we, I think when when we had you on the Orlando episode, and really grateful that you came on there. Um, golly, I got something in my eye. And uh, one of the things which I really wanted you to talk about all the different stuff that you do. Uh, it's awesome now that you've got a clothing line. You've got, I think in the past when you talked, I mean, you've always tried to find things to do, right? Multiple right. other uh, avenues, multiple, we call them revenue streams. DJ talked about earlier mm-hmm. about, you know, the benefit of having it is so that when there are things, times like this, when there's a recession or when there's uh, a downward and not even say recession, let's just say there was a downward turn in the automotive industry, Right. Well, right. the numbers now are looking, I think that the latest polls that we've seen is the auto industry is down over 11%. They haven't seen this amount in, in, in ever. 2008 was something like, I don't, I'd have to go pull up that stat, but was still under like 5 or 6% under what we're at now. And that was 2008, 9, and 10, where we had massive disaster to the automotive industry there was a, a thing that tried to save us called Clash for Clunkers, uh, where you could go trade in anything and get basically a new car. I mean, it was it was a big push to get the auto care industry going again. We've never seen automotive manufacturers close down. We've never seen, let's just call it over 10% reduction in the automotive industry. Uh, so having multiple revenue streams allows for a business to continue uh, finding new ways, bringing in revenue, growing, however you want to choose it, it gives you, gives DJ, gives me, gives us all opportunity when if we would have just stayed in one exact format, only did one thing, now we find ourselves in a moment of, oh shit. So, I want to try and do this episode to not only help people that don't understand what it means to have multiple revenue streams, but I also want to do this episode and target guys that are really hoping to progress through their business, right? Maybe they haven't just stayed with me, you know, let's, 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 let's put on the shelf for a second, the people that chose one way, right? And let's talk to mm-hmm. the group that are like you, that are like DJ, that are like me, that maybe we've been mobile, maybe we've we've had multiple options, maybe we've chose different things to try and figure out the way our business is going to progress, all right? So, mm-hmm. if you're talking to those type of people, basically talking to yourself, how did you come up with the ways to choose alternate revenue streams i honestly found out the things that i like myself if i find when i find something that i like to do myself it doesn't really feel like i'm really trying to make it a revenue stream it's really something that i'm just enjoying to do that's awesome so it doesn't feel like it's like yeah. really work or nothing to me just like with details it doesn't really feel like work although it is hard work it just i'm out here i'm having fun i'm doing what i love to do and then i'm getting paid for it oh hell yeah so it's like now I got my clothing brand. I love wearing clothes. I love fashion. I like looking good. I like feeling good. And now people like it. They want to buy it. They want to wear it. Shit, why not? 
and got the detail on it. So they would know what I'm doing, and I'm still being comfortable, looking good with what I'm with, with, with who I am, and I'm showing people who I am through the same at the same time. So I literally believe that when you find find your passion and make it your purpose, or find your purpose and make it your passion, whichever highway it goes. But I found like what I like to do, and I'm putting it to work. And when I find out that people like it, I'm like, okay, so people would buy this. People would people would would invest in this. They they like this. They would support it. They would back it. Okay, who else would back it? Who how else can I keep making money out of it? And I just keep going from there. I start thinking, what else do I like to do? Hmm, I want to put other people to buy buy into this. So I literally just find things that I like to do and find different ways of being creative with it. All right, so um, let let me break that down a little bit. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm fighting that Rona over here. Um, oh, hell no. Nah. DJ Lee. I'm gone. I'll see you later, bro. I'll catch up with you. All right. Text me. Uh, you're saying you, you think of these things, right? So let's uh-huh. let's get down to that core part of you think of things. What are you doing? Are you do you do you have a, a, a pattern for that? Do you sit in a certain place? Do you do you go into your car? Do you take a drive? Like what's your routine to be able to to think through those things. Cause there's a lot of people that just go, man, I don't even know how to even start with that. Man, believe it or not, when I'm detailing, I have, I have my, I have my earphones in. And when I have my earphones in, I literally feel like I'm like in my own little world. And so during that time, I have a lot of time to kind of sit back and just kind of, and people like, to me, detailing is meditating to me. So when I'm detailing, I have time to kind of just meditate. My mind wanders, I sit back and I think, or, even when I'm like driving and this and the other, like my mind is always running. I'm, I'm, I'm always thinking of different ideas. When I say I'm thinking of ideas, it's like I listen, I can listen to, to a song and I'll be like, man, I, I, I like that quote. I like what he just said. And I think like, well, how can I get other people to like it? And it's just, my mind is always going. It's like, okay, what can I do right here? How can I do this? My mind, I just got, I have to have that kind of creative mind and that, and that, and that go-getting kind of personality and mentality of, okay, well, how can I make this shit work? So I could be anywhere. I could be sitting down watching TV. I could be driving. I could be detailing. Whatever. And my mind, just, did, I, I honestly don't know how to explain it. Did you, uh, did you pay for training on that? Did I pay for training for what? To come up with my own idea? Yeah, I was just, I mean, I was just asking, did you pay for training to get that? Nah, I didn't pay shit. Oh, okay. Nah, I don't have to. Okay. All right, so DJ... How do you come up with your ideas? Uh, man, it could be I could be do it literally anything. I don't know. Something just clicks here and there. Like you just I'm like I'm like you. I can relate 100%. I'm always on the go, but I'm in my own head at all times. I'm thinking about something. Like if I yeah. got if I got to write an article, I'm in my head thinking about put piecing it together and eventually it clicks and I write it. Or with any idea. Like I have an idea and all day, it could be weeks, be days, it could be the same day, whatever it is. I'll be piecing it, piecing it together in my head, and then eventually it clicks and I produce it. So, yeah, yeah. just randomly throughout the days, the so weeks. So is it random, or do you <clears throat> find a pattern that normally if you're doing something... There's not a pattern, but... There's not I'm, a pattern, no. When I'm, mo- when I'm in my own head, and I'm think- when I'm in my own head is when it happens. That's okay. the pattern. I'm always in That's my own the head, pattern. so there's the pattern. So when are you in your own head? He answered it on detailing. Driving is a majority. Okay. So for you, while you're driving down the road, yep. do you have your radio on? Eesh. Not if I'm really thinking. 
Okay, so radio off, and you're just in a zone. Or, yes, or I might turn on some music, like some really chill, no words at all, because I'm in my own head. I want the words, okay. but I just need the vibe. I need the, I need the, the tone set. Do you ever get a sense, like, yeah. when you're about to go get in your truck and you got a little ride, and you go, okay, this is going to be a time that I need to have oh, this? Oh, yeah. Oh, so it's not random. Okay, cool. So, uh, uh, oh, I know what he's doing here. I'm just, I'm let, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing where he's setting this up, though. Hold on. <laughs> no, there's no setup. Like that's why I really, he, I really am trying to get to some core things that uh-huh. guys can do. Gotcha. To start thinking through the process. So, if you're gonna go get in a car and drive, you are naturally doing some things to set that part of time. And somebody that's not used to doing that might not understand how they need to do some core small things to help themselves focus because they know they have a moment while they're driving and so they set time aside. Or they know that while they're detailing the car, they got their headphones in, they know that they're going to be doing this and so they can let their mind go. What the exercise is, is so that different people can find different ways to be creative. So that's why I really, I really like what, you know, DJ, let's talk about how you came up with the idea to go into the airport, right? Mm -hmm. And then let's walk through that process, all right? And then let's walk through some different ideas that each of us have come up with and how we've gotten it to go into fruition so that guys can listen and go, okay, I should probably set aside this amount of time. I should maybe do this. And then maybe I can come up with something and go down that road. So do you remember the the time or do you remember how it happened? Yeah. That you had the airport and then what were some of the early steps that you took to, to achieve it? Yeah. So the airport was a big deal for, for our company. It and what was, is the airport? So the, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain it. So it was kind of our big break. It was our big, like we thought we hit big stuff before, but nothing like this at all. So uh, we are the detailing provider for the Tulsa International Airport Valet. So anytime someone valets at the Tulsa International Airport, we're the detailing provider. We, you know, we have systems in place to where when they get a text message with their valet ticket number, we're right there under there. They can click to buy a detail too. So we're we're tied in very closely with them through uh, systems and processes and and all that stuff. So it's it's a kind of a seamless experience uh, when you're at the airport too, just as if you're with at in a mobile unit at, at a residential or commercial area on our mobile trucks. But um, yeah, it it was crazy how it all came about. It really was. I uh, have invested a lot of time in my local chamber of commerce, and I had a meeting with someone, and we were just talking, and someone said, "Do you know this person?" And I said, "No." And I was looking to get into parking garages, honestly. I wanted to, to there was a lot of uh, parking garages in downtown Tulsa, and I wanted to have a detailer in each garage detailing all day long. I knew if I can have one guy in there set up, I don't have to have a mobile unit. I don't have to have, uh, it's very low overhead. I need to make a certain amount per day to make it, make, you know, to make it profitable, and I could do this. Well, the guy that's over all those parking garages also is over the parking authority at the International Airport. And they said, hey, what about the airport location first? I said, what? Like, <laughs> that's that's the end goal. Like, <clears throat> yeah, we can do it. And I remember walking into the guy's office, the the GM there, and 
and honestly overpromised. He goes, "Can you guys do this?" I said, "Yeah." I had just lost two of my big, two of my top guys at the time, uh, and I was back grinding again, full time. It was it was in a rough spot. I didn't have a lot of help, and I said, "Yeah, we can definitely handle this." Do you have the system in place? Yep, we sure do. Can you do this? Yep, sure can. What I do that night? Went home. I built all these systems out. I hired like I interviewed like crazy, and and I delivered. That's awesome. So that one kind of fell in your lap. It fell in my lap. Yeah. Yeah, but other ventures mm -hmm. you had to create. Yeah. Yeah. So and even in this venture you had to create. All right. So you were given the opportunity. And the guy said, hey, can you do this? You said, like, any other good owner? Yes, sir, we can. Sure can. <laughs> and then you had to, what did you have to do that night? You said you had to go create. So what did you do? Did you go lock yourself in the room? Oh, it was did not you... an overnight thing. It was a long, long, Okay, long well, you said that night you created yeah, them. Yeah, that's it. So immediately what I do, I, yeah, I, I went and started on the project itself. Yes. Okay. Yep. So when you are going to start the project, that's and when you all were that running other stuff. your other business at the, or you're running your, your business at the same right time. Yes. Uh -huh. How do you start to put aside that time? How do you, how do you do? Is that all done while you're driving? When you start thinking so about then, it, so now Walk we, me so that. now we take it. So now we take what happened to me, and then now you back up and, and you step inside of how the process go. Yeah. So weeks and days after that, that's what on a daily basis. I'm, I'm constantly thinking, how can we make this work? How can we make this work? Okay, we'll do this. No, we can't do that. And my wife is working with me really closely this time too. So we're we're really put. That's all we're doing right now is is building out systems for the airport. How we can prove it's going to be sustainable. How we can make it work. Blah blah blah. So everything we did until it was done. And inside of those, how many times on, did you fuck up? Oh my gosh, yeah, quite a bit. Okay, <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. And so when you're messing up, what keeps you going? I know I'm going to win. Just got to figure out how to get there. All right. That's it. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's community. Yeah. Hey. All right. What about you, sir? What's, uh like, let's go with the clothing brand. Okay. All right. What made you, were you, what got you to the point of wanting to run the clothing brand? Uh, With the clothing brand, first of all, I guess I was, uh, and I don't, I don't like having, having to try to, like, when you first get into business, a lot of people ask, like, uh, like how do you get customers and how do you get that and the other? And you say you got to get out and start doing all this and the other and talking to people and go to doors and go to different businesses. I wasn't, I, that wasn't, I didn't, wasn't trying to do that. So I knew I like clothes, so I was just came up with the detail of it. And so now when me putting it on the shirt, now people want to come asking me, like, oh, hey, do you detail cars? Oh, you a detailer? So it makes people, it makes it engage, it makes them engage conversation with me. And so it makes it easier for me to kind of run business and at the same time I'm, I'm feeling good. So now people want to come to me, ask me what I'm wearing, or you do, and then do I detail, do I detail cars? So yes, I do detail cars, and then I also have this clothing brand. And then but it also, I, and then, then I, you say what? Uh, no, I was going to say it also gets, so for me, the consumer, you know, the one that has the t-shirt, it's fashionable enough to where I want to wear out in public, but also serves me a good purpose too. I'm not self-promoting that, you know, eco green, but they're like, Hey, you're right. a detailer. And it's like, actually, yes, I am. But it's, it's, yeah, yeah I, I like that. 
it makes it easy because now all you have to do is to close the deal is have your card. Because, you know, the next question they're going to ask, hey, do you have a card? Exactly, yeah, yeah. I have a card. So now if you have a card, a nice, you're looking presentable, you have your card, your card is hopefully presentable, and it looks professionally made, and now you close the deal. So now when they start, when they, once they contact you, they start asking you pricing, and you tell them the price, they understand now the whole package, the whole experience. They're like, okay, well, now I understand why it's price is what it's price is. You just not some regular... Joe Blow, who's just gonna just throw some water and soap on my car and just say, "Oh yeah, it's washed," and it's not. So for you, you did it as as a customer experience. So when you were starting the clothing, right? When you're going through that process, Uh how did you set aside time? What did you think about? How did you go about the fundamentals of starting a clothing brand? Okay, so. One of my best friends, he has his own clothing brand, and so I would help him make his clothes. And he would always say, "Boy, you need to start making your own stuff." And I was like, "Ah." Nah, so what do you mean you would like, help him make his own clothes? Okay, so when I said we had to make his own clothes, like uh, he would send me different ideas of what he should do and how he should make it, and I would be like, "I'm the kind of the guy that say yes, guy, no guy." I'm like, hell no, that shit ugly, fuck that, or put this, put the logo right here, or we can uh, we can stitch this a different way, we can embroider this a different way. Like, I was that guy. So I would help him literally make his clothes. I would get patterns and get that and the other and sew some of the clothes together and, you know, go just go that route with it. So, and after a while... How'd you like, learn to do that? Own stuff. Believe it or not, it's, it's going to sound stupid, but it's in my genes. My grandmother was a seamstress. Uh, my, uh, both of my grandmothers were a seamstress. My mother is a seamstress. My aunts are seamstresses. So I would just always be, and you know, I would be with my mom or be with my aunt, mm. and we would always go to different fabric stores and pick out different fabrics, and we just kind of had that, that kind of creative kind of mindset where we would like like to put, make clothes, and so I just kind of just picked up on it. My mama taught me how to sew. Well, my mama and my grandma taught me how to sew. First, my grandma. My mama. My, my grandma. grandma. I love that. Yeah, and like, once, and once she see it, they would be like, "Oh, okay, so you can sew." And so then so my, my mama came on and was like, well, yeah, let me teach you this and this, that, and other, how to cut patterns out, how to match them together, and this, that, and other. And I just took it from there. And people, like before, once my friend started doing it, he didn't know, he think I really know how to sew. Until I showed him, he was like, Sam, bro, how do you know how to sew? And I was like, bro, I just... Because my grandmama, my mama. Yeah, my grandmama, my mama, I used this in my dreams. They, they all taught me how to sew. And that's just how I came down with it. Isn't that cool how, like, generations how pass down, like, a trait, like... I'll teach my son's detailing. Like, it could come in, like, you teach your, I think you said it last week on the podcast, you teach your kids something else that they can use in life. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I never would have thought I would have been making clothes, though. I never would have thought that. That's crazy. Hey, you know, I like that you bring your kid, though, like, on the whole experience as well. That's pretty cool. Yeah, hell yeah. Like, it, it's, it's so funny because everybody thinks my last name is Carter when it's not. Or they think my, my name is Carter and it's not. My name is Anthony Brown Jr., and so they, they, you know, I named the business after my son. And I have different packages that's named after all three of my kids. Like I have a Princeton package, I have a Elise package, and I have a Giselle package. And that's all my kids' middle names. Man, that is, so man. A, that's community. Yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> I got to drink to that, yeah. bro. Like, yeah. It's cool getting to know it's you so, more. It, it's like, so funny. Yeah. It's so funny because what they do is they'll, like, like whatever packages that, that uh, they get done for that day, They'll, they'll kind of ask me once I come home, hey, daddy, did anybody get my package? Did anybody get my package? And I'm like, yeah, they did. And then some of, some of that percentage, the percentage of that money goes to, to their own separate accounts that they have. And we have built for them. 
And so, you know, when they get older, they'll have their own account to, you know, just go, hopefully, if you just go to college or, you know, buy them a car, this, that, and other, but they all have their own account. All right. And they all come, hey, did, did anybody get my package? Did anybody get my package? And they, they tease each other like, ah. I <laughs> <laughs> All right, I need one more beer. Man. I need one more beer. We got to we gotta have one more question. One more? Yeah. All right. One All more. Right. Yeah, you, you got me for a good question I'm about to ask. All right. I'm about to ask. But I, need one, I need one more beer. One more. I need one more. I need Old Faithful. I mean, I need number one. Oh, I need DJ's favorite beer. Hold on. I need I DJ's favorite beer. I didn't bring it. <laughs> yeah, you did no, too. we don't have my favorite beer. <laughs> we do too. No, we don't. Yeah, this is the second time on the podcast. No, oh, second. You're right. You're this right. This is, is my second, second time on the podcast. Your favorite beer is here. No, one of my favorites. No, no. We can go back to that episode where it <laughs> yeah. dethroned. Hey, roll that back real quick. <laughs> and please. it was <laughs> Sam Adams, 76, is the new favorite. When you roll that back, I told you like I told you before, then I will claim it. But until then, until what? I ever hear that again, what? I need you to roll that. Like I need to hear that me saying this is my favorite beer. On I need to hear that. I need to hear my words. Okay. So when you find that podcast, okay. I'll, I'll own up to it. Until then. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Really? Yep. What, did you delete it specifically or no, something? No, I didn't. Because you got your mouth all puckered like you know something. Because you're not going to take the time. I know you, <laughs> you're not going to take the time to go prove this point. No, but the list. community might. No, they won't. Oh, the community won't dive back There's, into the episode and find no what you gonna dethroned? No one's going to go back. I will pay someone. Sam76 took over? I will send someone a 12-pack 12, 12 of my favorite beer if they go find that I said it wasn't my favorite beer again. Okay. I'm shipping you beer, because no one's going to do that. Mm, that is a pretty damn good beer. you damn right it is. Sam 76, number one beer for Mr. Patterson. No, that's not true. Very impressive. Very much so. I'm not sure. And it says crushable. I agree. It's it, a free, it, refreshing it, it, it lager. It is very refreshing. Bro, you're a good dad, though, man. That's, that's, that's like, kudos to you, bro. All right, so how did you, like... Absolutely. Did, is that something you and your wife were sitting down talking about? Like, how'd you come up with that? With what, the, the different names? Yeah. Yeah, it, it actually is. Believe it or not, a lot of this stuff is my wife's idea. Like, <laughs> No, I believe you. I'm married, too. <laughs> it's like, the stuff that she says, I'd be like, oh, I don't think that work. And then I'd be like, damn, that shit would work. And, but, yeah, that right there was definitely my wife's idea. This, hey, and so idea. what does your wife do? My wife is a realtor. Okay, so she's self-employed also? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. She's a real. She just quit her job probably, I think, like what a year ago. Okay, so she worked for somebody, and then or what? Yeah, she worked for this company called Bank Plain Capital, Plain Capital, whatever, Capital Plain, or something like that. Okay, but all along she's wanted to do her own thing. Like, has she been supportive yeah. of you running your own business? Has she always been good with that? She's the one that told me to quit my full time job that I was working for ten years. That's awesome. It was her idea. Yeah. I was like, nah, I don't think we should do this. And she was like, nah, I think you, I think you can do it. Yeah. You know, I had the kind of personality that, first of all, I'm going to go get it there. Second of all, I'm, I'm going to sell it because I was like, being on camera, and I'm going to tell people how to make them, you know what I'm saying, buy into me. So she know I had the kind of personality that, was, that people would gravitate to. Yeah. That's so awesome, man. She always believed in me, like in anything. Like, she believes in me. That's and awesome. That's, that's like an awesome ass thing. Man. But yeah, the, uh, the the packages came up. Yeah, you know, it was. We talked about it, 
Yeah, so what the the last question I wanted to ask both of you is DJ, DJ, you're right. You can't even say my name right, dude. This, this, your favorite beer is, is pretty good. That's why I'm so. Uh, it's not even here. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm throwing it. I re- forgot how amazing your favorite beer Very is. Ridiculous. Ask the question. So, both of you are great family men. How do you incorporate family into what you're trying to do with all these different revenue streams? And you've got this business, you got that business, you got this one. I mean. Let's let's put it in the shoes of somebody that's really trying and wanting to do something, but they don't know what they're going to do and how to do it. And then they've got family and all this other stuff, right? Like, so how do you guys take the time to come up with this? And then how do you balance? Mm-hmm. I'll let you answer that, DJ. Go out go for it. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure he asked like four different questions in one question. I'm trying to figure out what he really asked. So, are you asking how we how we balance? That's the way both of you just threw it back at me to see if you can stall for more time. No, no, we didn't. But he he he, he, po- he politely said, "What the fuck did he just ask?" Like politely, and I'm no, saying, "All right, I'll re-ask it." Thank you. Um, how deep do you take it? I mean, I'm in business for, 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 for money, right? Like, I'm going as deep as possible. What do you mean? Well, there you go. Yeah. Anyways, ask the question. All right. Uh, so you, nice try, you, you want to... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I went PG on it. I know. And I, <laughs> <laughs> if uh, people want to take it out of context, they can. That's fine. But So if, if, uh, if you're trying to come up with something new, right, we're in a... Or, some of us are in a tough situation or some of us are in that, okay, I want to grow out and do something and have another, right? So, but you also yeah. have family. You also have kids. How do you schedule the time? And then how do you balance the time between family and the rough reality of where we're at in the beginning of what is possibly the worst automotive industry meltdown that we've ever known i think you gotta have a good support system like you gotta have a good support partner like you have to have a and even if you're not even if you're not married but well you said if you are married yeah so you put it's not yeah it's not true i think you gotta have i think you have to have a good partner to help support what you're trying to do and help and help them i mean well, you, you know, both like have good partners you both have good partners uh-huh. so what do you guys do as partners to make sure that you're going the right way Totally understand yeah, the right, question. Yeah. Each other. Like, share as much information as possible and, and bounce ideas off each other. So and I, be I, honest about the ideas that they share. Like, if it's bullshit, be like, yeah, no, nah, it's not going to work. <laughs> That's what I think. Yeah, no, I mean, on <clears throat> like a more, so like right now, like this is like you're speaking directly to me. Like this is kind of what I'm going through right now in my own, like in my own house. Like when we just had our fourth kid, but now we're dealing with the pandemic. I'm also president of the IDA, but I also have my own business to worry about, my own team members too. So I'm going through like right now a lot of different stuff. Like I mentor some people on the side as well. Like I'm just like, there's so much I'm doing, but I'm also home with the family a lot. So trying to juggle that has been a, a real struggle as to when to turn on and turn off work. But it's really, really hard to turn off work right now because 
it's, this is we're in a time now where we should, we need to be geared up like like all the way like 10 times like 10x like you we're just in a really weird spot in our industry where we, we really need to be asking ourselves lots of questions and really trying to figure out how to move forward through this pandemic and through the recession and just like really forward thinking needs to happen a lot now so it's been hard for me to like get those scheduled like times where I can actually do that I've had to force them but it causes things here and there because you know the kids are home now all the time so now we're homeschooling our kids too and it's just like my house right well, now was it the other day you were like I was working they just all ran in and jump on me or yeah, something else yeah dude like <laughs> how does that's what I'm saying like how it, do you handle that I don't know like I don't have an answer I do the I pull time the best I take every opportunity that I can if I have downtime someone's take like I'm I'm jumping on the computer like I'm like I'm I'm Always think about what needs need to happen next. Now, I brain dump a lot now. Like, my notes page in my phone, like, that way you, you can be present with your kids. Like, when you're home and you're supposed to be, like, be, like, do, like, you might as well be at work if you're not going to be present with your kids. And I'm guilty of this all the time, too. So, I'd, I'll just brain dump on my phone and then just be present. That way I don't have to, I know I can jump right back into work again because I have all the notes on my, on, you know, on my phone. I don't do that every day. I'll be, like, I suck at this, but that's what's helped in this situation for sure like I, I do suck at this like I do juggling balancing because everything that I do I feel like is a priority right now it's more than any time ever before so yeah Anthony any more suggestions on like day-to-day -day, like how to practically try and balance the two I honestly like with me I like when I'm here making clothes I have my kids out here and they help me like they I have them pass me with some scissors, or I have them pick a pattern, pick a color. I have them to uh, pick colors. That bring them match. into the experience. Yeah, bring them into the experience. So then at the same time, I'm spending time with them. But then at the same time, I'm also teaching them and giving them some tools on how to, you know what I'm saying, uh, be an entrepreneur and help them to use their creative mind. And then at the same time, they're also practicing on their colors. And then when I when they're practicing with their colors, I'm teaching them like the different words. Okay, so like like they'll know like the color is black, or they know that the color is blue. But okay, now how do you spell the color blue? So I just kind of incorporate the I kind of incorporate everything while I'm still doing the work that I'm doing. And then sometimes like I'm having somebody do some like mechanic work, I have them drop their car off at home, and the kids go inside the garage with me, and they don't. I have them pass me a tool. I'm like especially my son. I say, hey, pass me the flathead screwdriver. He'll bring me like a wrench. And I'm like, no, the flathead screwdriver. I had to do that show him the screwdriver. But at the same time, I'm spending time with him and he loves it. Because he's like, oh, yeah, then I'm fixing, I'm fixing the car. But at the same time, I'm kind of teaching him. I'm giving him a trade so that he can know once he get older, okay, this is what I used to do with my daddy. And then we spend a time together. He's going to remember these times together. Like, I never do want to just like make them be like, hey, get leave me alone. I'm working. I want to try to incorporate them together so they can say, well, now my daddy always been telling me. And my, I remember these times with my father that they taught me this at the same time. It's like it's giving, they're, they're helping me do my work. So it's giving them that time, you know what I'm saying? at the same time no that's, that, that, that and, and they feel they're a part of it so when you're doing your thing they, they respect that because they, they're, they're a part of that too how old are your kids how many right. kids you got i have three i have a five-year-old my uh, son is uh six my youngest daughter is five and i have a 12 year old daughter so five-year-old daughter 12 year daughter what's the middle six and a five six and 12 and the six-year-old's a boy, the daughter, boy? well yeah a couple years okay. you were pretty excited huh yeah he was like me just now. <laughs> I have a, I have a, I have a plus child. My uh my oldest daughter is my plus child. Like my, okay. Uh, 
We got yeah, yeah, yeah. She's my plug. She's like, the twelve year old. So my wife, my no, yeah, Marty. My wife plus, like, <laughs> so, gotcha. Hold on. So your wife, the plus child, is not yours, right? I mean, not your biological, right? Wait, what? Right, right. Gotcha. It's your wife's oh. wife's kid. The twelve year old's wife's kid. Yeah. Is that the new term for step? Is plus? I don't know. Is it? I was a step kid before. What's what is what do they call yeah, it now? A plus kid. Well, uh, you know. I guess it's it, it's like a plus because it's kind of they, I guess I really it's like bonus. to say what I get. They say it's a plus because I guess it sounds more better. I guess. Uh, no, I like it's it. Like it's you, it's a bonus. Like you're not my. Everybody gets yeah, yeah, you're not my. Like oh shut up! <laughs> you were never a step kid. <laughs> I had a stepmom forever since I was two. Anyways, uh, no, so that's cool. So you have you have a five year old daughter and a six year old boy. Yep. That's my crazy. My twelve year old daughter. I just bring her with me. Oh, that's free labor, bro. My daughter's ten oh, now, and I'm no. she's like you're. She's there, like you got to throw on a yeah. shirt. Why yeah, not? yeah, it might as well. And you know, especially since she was at home now. Oh yeah, she's around, around the house all damn day. Eat my food. Like, home, and then just, nah, yeah, nah, you can come out here and work with me. And then when you get home, you can do your homework. So now you could have a full day of work, like just like you was going to school, or like I'm. Like you're going to have that hard work experience. You mean they ain't a home playing Fortnite? <laughs> oh, yeah, nah, yeah, nah. They ain't TikToking. She's trying to stay home. Yeah. That's good. That's good. All right, so. Hold on. I got to ask. Are you like double shot Patron or like how you make your drinks? I literally. I honestly don't even know, but I just pour it inside this little mug inside this inside this just cup pour. and just drink it. So you pour, yeah, you, do like, you do you pour depending on the day. Like that was a hard day. Like I'm gonna keep pouring, keep pouring. All right, that sounds about right. Yep, exactly. And then I have me an edible. <laughs> Wait, I didn't think Texas was legal. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Get me an edible and I'll be chilling. All right, so do you mix a Patron? No. Damn. You gotta drink that straight. Mm, chilled? It, it depends on if I have enough time to. Damn. Okay. Oh, you don't just leave it in your fridge? Hell no. Mm. Not me. I leave mine inside, on, 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 uh, inside the what's name in my, uh, my pantry. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I've never liked cold or uh, chilled liquor. It, like at all, but tequila, anything. It doesn't matter. Like, uh-huh. wi- like I hate people put whiskey in free. Like, who freezes liquor? It's all syrupy and uh, fire, whatever. Fireball, fireball. Oh, That's fireball. chilled fireball. Yeah, or that helps. That's the only thing. Or like a rumple mints or something. I think fireball to, is equivalent to truly when you talk about beer and liquor. Like, oh, you want to take shots of fireball? Like, you mean like. What's going to get you laid and get you drunk? Truly's going to so. get you laid and drunk. Hell yeah, motherfucker. Man. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's good, man. Congrats. <laughs> now I know. I truly know the secret. Now you do. I don't need it, though. Uh-oh. <laughs> You're an old Tiger King. You drink your Blue Mountains all you want. That's right, because my first favorite beer in the I entire world right there, there buddy. Thank you for helping me. What would you say? I need to watch that. No, the hell you don't. <laughs> do not waste your brain cells <laughs> You are too talented of a man. You have too much going on. Then do not watch that dumbass. Sh- I I had to, 
My wife wanted to watch it with me. We, we've every podcast for the past four weeks we talked about this dumb show. It somehow creeped its way in here today, and I really didn't want it to. Everybody's been talking about it. It's, it's no, don't follow the hype. It's like it's like the, it's everything else. Don't. Anthony, what's been your favorite show during? Not Tiger King. During quarantine, I watched a good movie every day. You know what? Honestly, me and my wife was watching this show called uh, Containment, and that shit was pretty damn good. It's literally talking about. It was made in 2016. But it's talking about the stuff that's literally going on right now with this coronavirus shit. Bro, okay. Yeah. So, and there's this movie coming out or series on Netflix, Go Figure. It's like the upcoming video or whatever on coronavirus. Like, I, I just, the media right now, I'm like really, like me, I'm on high alert. Like, mm-hmm. they're putting out uh, n- movies and all this stuff, like, to really try to control where we want to think how this is. Like, I'm not really trying to watch that. Kind of, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Call me a conspiracy theorist or not, but I just, I don't know, man. All of a sudden, there's movies coming out about coronavirus and stuff. Like, it's just, I don't It's going to sell. All this stuff is crazy, bro. It's going to sell. It's going to sell, but it also is going to uh, sway as well. But mm-hmm. All right, so uh, we need to rate this beer. The Vape Tricks? Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, that was a four. Four. I almost went four and a half. A four four. First time ever. Four four. No, it was a four. <laughs> you said a four four. Sure, that's good. That's four, what you four. said. You're right. Four four. Because I almost wanted to go four five. Because you almost went four five, but you stopped at four four. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I would agree that the sour aged prairie artesian ale, vape tricks, was quite delicious. Um, I think it was an incredible pickup. Nicely done. Uh, oh, brewed and canned by Krebs. So I wonder if, uh, so Krebs used to have a chalk, chalk brewery. It was our first craft brewery. Welcome the beer nerd to the podcast yeah. tonight, Marty Hill. No, that's just, that's a, that's, that's just, that's the first brewery we had. So that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Krebs. Funny. Um, I don't know. I, I, I would get this beer again. I would, like I said, when I first drank it, I know, I, I this is the third, fourth time. Can I, yeah. can you pat me on the back? Can yeah, you? I will. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, wow. You've never said, we're making yeah, history. We are. Third guest that drank liquor and not just cheap liquor either. Y'all are bougie. And, uh. I didn't get another bottle too. I'm supposed to be out. <laughs> Hell yeah, mother. <laughs> oh, shit. And uh, Marty will buy the beer that I pay for the podcast again. Yeah. Like that's like all bottle on the way home kind of rating. Yeah, uh, I, thanks, man. So, right? I just might. Sweet. I really like it. I am going to give it a 4-5 <coughs> to treat your four. <laughs> wow. You don't give that a 4-5. This election is rigged. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a... Uh, I would go get this beer again. I would. Sweet. I really liked it. I'm going to give it a four. Nice. Yeah. I really liked it. Nice, Nicely done. All right. So how do you rate your Patron? Oh, it's always a 10. <laughs> well, okay. We only go to five, so, you know. Oh, well, shit. There you go. It's always a five. <laughs> it always gives me right where I need to be right on time. <laughs> it never fails. All right, man. So this never. is a point of the night where it's time to tab out. Okay. I'm not sure if you got that memo or not, but... Uh, Did you not send that one? We don't uh, send guests that one. 
But no, it, it was, but I just forgot to remind them. Oh. Uh, you get the tab out question of the night, where it means you get to ask us any question that you want. It's sort of like, you know, when you've had a lot of Patron, you're sitting at the bar and it's time to go home because flip the lights on. He goes 12 shots and he's, yeah. he's what, come on, we're, let's practice, well, chilling. Yeah. yeah, he's chilling. So chilling. he's yeah, not. Well, he's at like eight and he's still at the bar. He's still got to go home and do the other four. Yeah, but he's not even, he's cool, you know. Yeah, so eight. he's got the chance to tab out and ask a cool question. All right. It's the tab out question of the night. You get to ask us any question, and we take it to the community hey. and let them answer it also. Mm. Hey, both y'all questions separately or <laughs> together? Mm. I don't know, man. What do you mean by that? No, it, it I'm is. Asking, I, because, 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 I thought, I, because what it is is when me and Marty was talking, how we were talking earlier, we was like kind of finding out like the other secret channels or whatever, other things that we did. DJ never did say anything. So what is it that you do, like? We never would have thought Marty was uh, uh, he was a certified person to to marry people, licensed. So DJ, what is it that you do? My secret talent. Yeah, he wears tights. <laughs> <laughs> He's a tight model. We just don't know about it. And the only reason he shows up in it is because he got sent to free because he had been taking photos for him. Wow. <laughs> it's tab out, man. We're three beers deep. <laughs> Jeep? Oh, damn. I ride a road bike. <laughs> man, I have no groundbreaking secret talents whatsoever. Oh, damn. Like, literally, I'm, like, plain Jane. I don't think I, I don't have anything that I do that's like, wow, you do that? Like, oh, man. Just a detailer. He pops out four fucking kids is what oh, he does. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I mean, I'm... He's a pretty good wrestler. I'm pretty talented. <laughs> yeah. 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 Damn. Yeah. yeah. You can wrestle, bro? <laughs> I only have one opponent. <laughs> <laughs> He's only won four times, but I'm four and oh, but <laughs> you're four and oh, or you're like four and a hundred? Four thousand. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Like, wait, you're really you, four and oh? Have you ever counted that up, though? Like, no, that's why I was like, really? Have you ever done, oh, you're not married. Have you ever counted how many to, like, just guesstimating? It's crazy. Like, it's a lot. Is it, can I yeah. ask him a tab out question? That was a tab out question. Yeah, have you ever counted up how many times you had sex with your wife? Like, that's crazy. That's a lot of times. No, oh, hell no, man. <laughs> you don't just sit around while you eat an edible and ask stupid shit? Like, I don't know. Man, say. Some shit I ask is some stupid ass shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, like you're just chilling like, hey, babe, 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 babe. How many times do you think we had sex this month? Like, you know, you're just chilling. And then she look at I you and go, I'm, I'm, let's make it one more right now. Like, I don't know. She did, did like a month, what, like two months ago, she look at you and go, one too many, motherfucker. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> that was me like 10, 11 months ago. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely tab out time, huh? It's definitely tab out time. That got definitely crazy. Time. All right, man, where do people find you on social? Uh, you can find the uh, the Detailer Life at uh, D underscore Detailer underscore Life. You can go shop the DetailerLife.com. 
And then I'm for my detailing page is Carter's underscore car underscore care. Carter's car care. But damn. Yeah, we need all that yes, though. Sir. Come on, where's we need, the? We need, we need, we need, yeah. the, we need that energy. What was it that you brought out during uh, Bro, Mobile Tech? That was you were the like, sh- man, yeah. that, that, that was it. Well, I said I Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That was awesome. All right, Mr. Patterson, where do people find you on social? Um, at DJ Patterson on IG and Facebook. Yep. Okay. That's it? Yep. Okay. Well, uh, you can find us at Pints Polishing Podcast. So that's you can find us at. And uh, you can find us at Pints Polishing Podcast on Instagram or Facebook, of course. Or where else do they find Pints Polishing Podcast? TikTok. Hey. Marty, I did a, uh, the, what's that whole beer challenge where the garage opens and you tie the beer to the garage and has it open. Did that shit? Yeah, bro, you got to go look at it. It's on TikTok. We didn't do so well. Uh, I'm going to go look at this shit. <laughs> no, my, yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, Pine's Podge Podcast on TikTok, our first ever video, the beer challenge, oh, damn. followed by a vlog on our IG. Yeah. H- or TV. What do you call it? IGTV? I don't know. One of those. Uh, and you can find me at Total Solutions on uh, Instagram, Facebook, or on TikTok. You can find us at Detail Supply App. You actually do a lot on there now. Been doing more. Oh. Yeah. Instagram. We've been trying to grow on a bunch of different avenues. And uh, Or you can uh, shoot me a text, 918-800-1188. Is so. that the same number we use for the... Oh, for the... Z- nice. That makes sense now. Well, there's just the Zoom asked me for a digit number, and that just made like complete sense. Cool. Yeah. Easy to remember. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> I won't forget that. No. Yeah. Thanks. Hey, man. Thanks for your time. Oh yeah, appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, bro. Yes, sir. We're gonna go have a beer uh, to the community pub. You so should hop on. Actually, hop on to Zoom. Uh, go to the meeting ID, 918-800-1188, and uh, we'll see you there. We'll drink a beer together. Or Patron. All right, see you guys there, man. Bet. All right. Hey, detailers. Wanted to make sure you know about the community pub that we have every Wednesday night at 730, right after the episode And normally you catch a little bit of live coverage of the episode on Zoom as we close out. Sometimes we'll get the question of the day in there for the uh, virtual pub, and uh, sometimes we'll get a little bit in there. So I want you to hop on. So if you haven't downloaded Zoom on your phone, just go to your mobile app right now and download Zoom. And uh, you'll need a member, or sorry, you'll need a meeting ID. And that meeting ID is 918. 800-1188. So your meeting ID for the Zoom virtual pub every Wednesday night at 7.30 Central is 918-800-1188. Hey, I look forward to grabbing a beer with you then. See you soon. (laughs) Ah!